0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: All right, Shime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. As the great Eddie Annelman used to say, Chris Shime, when you have a hunch, bet a bunch Woo, and, doggy. Uh, from Wednesday on. It just felt like it was Willie Z week. Uh, many in the golf betting community felt that, too. So it was not uh, a one off type of thing, but a 20 something to one on Wednesday and then 20 something again to one on Saturday. Uh, Will effing Zalators young. How do you like me now getting it? Done first PGA win, Chris. I man, we called it last Wednesday on this podcast. We, you damn right, we did. You
0: and Hannibal both were all over Willie Z, all over him. And if if people aren't listening and paying attention, I don't know what you're doing because now it's, that's not once, but now twice that Hannibal and you have absolutely smashed
1: PGA events. Buddy, and, it's uh, the British Open, Cam Smith, and now this. I mean, this well, true, is I, British said, Open too. Yeah, we're a golf betting podcast. Yeah, you're right. But not not is, jokes anymore. We're actually golf betting podcast.
0: This is golf. <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> hockey, maybe some baseball, oh. but primarily golf. Football, who cares? Who bets
1: on football? No yeah, one bets cares? on football. Who cares? That was uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. and so it was cool. uh, It was all set up because of the round that he had. Uh, he had a very slow start on Thursday. The cut was certainly in question on Friday, and he made a great run on the back nine there. He was awesome on Saturday. And then this goes back to something you had asked this question about, and I forget what tournament it was now, and I forget even the goal. My, I, no, I don't. It was Joel Dahman. I remember exactly what it was. Yes. When you're talking about Joel <laughs> Dahman being in the lead – Heading into a Sunday, That's and those they're... guys just inevitably, like the pressure gets to be too much, and so the idea of JJ Spawn and Seth Strzok, who did play well, uh, holding off both Will Zalatoris and Cam Smith, will get this penalty in a second, or John Rom, or Justin Thomas, it was never going to happen. Willie Z was in a great spot, and as as recently as Sunday morning. You were getting him at a pretty good price to win the tournament. It's funny you
0: mention that because uh, you you taught me that lesson early on this year. You're like, Sean, relax. Like, it's Joel it's Joel Dobbin. <laughs> and so yesterday I am on the seventeenth hole at Sagamore Springs in Linfield. Yep. And um I talked about how Willie Z was right at the top of the leaderboard. He was gonna make his run on the final day. It was gonna be awesome. And my brother said to me, he goes, Yeah, but JJ or what is it? JJ Spawn? JJ
1: Spawn. Yeah.
0: JJ Spawn is at the top of the leaderboard and I go, JJ who? No. And I was like I was like, this guy's a no-name. he won't he won't be there. And sure enough, the guy <laughs> falls Far down the leaderboard, it isn't even close. Isn't even sniffing that playoff like Willie Z was.
1: Uh, and Willie Z, obviously, you need some breaks to win. He got an unbelievable luck box uh, bounce off a tree as part of his round yesterday. Um, he got Sepstraka with an unplayable there at the end. Then he went bad. Willie Z was in a bad spot. So he went to the drop zone like it was. It was a wild playoff, but it just it felt it felt good. And it's I, I used to have this. I actually left it. We took it. We used to rent. Uh, a house for the entire meet in Saratoga. It was a six-week meet when I was just out of college. We, Me and three buddies split like this really small house for the entire summer. We had it from opening day to Labor Day Monday. And I would get off the air with Mutt and Maloney and literally I'd be in Saratoga by, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon, six o'clock that night, whatever it was. Get off the air to you there three hours later. And we, I, I bought this sign, and for some reason brought it there because I it was good luck. I had this old sign shine that said, you can never bet too much on the winning horse. And I just feel like I, I... I I loved Willie Z, and we had an unbelievable weekend with him. I should have bet more. I should have bet more. Yep. That's my biggest complaint is that I had a gut feeling. The The top 20 bet that, that Hannibal put me onto on Wednesday was, was an easy, easy, easy double up. But then at 20-something to one, really, most of the weekend – I just wish I wish I wish I would have bet more. That's my big. I
0: I feel that same way. So I had a little sprinkle on Willie Z because you and Hannibal were all over this guy. And I'm like, all right, I trust my guys. So I had a little sprinkle on Willie Z. But then I also had money on my guy. Say heat gives me the top 20 finish (laughs) at from three to one. Great. And on top of that, on Saturday, I bet on Colin Morikawa and he cashed, too. (laughs) So I like at the end of the day, it's like, I kind of wish I had bet more on my guys. Like these were my guys. This is how I felt. Um, so I completely understand exactly how you feel.
1: Yeah. So it was an awesome weekend. It was a great result for us as a as a golf betting podcast uh, with Willie Z getting it done from DraftKings to Underdog yesterday, finishing third in their big uh, weekend tournament. Like it was, uh, it was, it was really, really good. And now it it should be an exciting week because you had the BMW, which is the the semi uh, the, the, the 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 penultimate I should say penultimate event of the year. The top seventy guys are all there this weekend. It's a no cut event. And then the top 30 guys after that all go to East Lake for the Tour Championship. So there's a lot on the line. I was just looking this morning, where if you qualify for East Lake, if you're in the top 30, mm-hmm. you get a Masters and British Open and U.S. Open exemptions. And so all the way till the end of the tournament Sunday with no cut, you're gonna have like Davis Riley's in the top 30 right now. You mentioned your guy Theegs, another great rookie. He's in the top 30 right now. Matt McNeely just outside. Denny McCarthy had a good weekend. Like these guys, there's no cut. Shime. Best seventy players in the world, theoretically, without the live guys, and they play the entire weekend. And from a from a betting perspective, that's an awesome thing to have in for front sure. of you because every everyone's alive all weekend. There is no cut, and the positioning matters till the end of the weekend. So guys are it's not like they get to the weekend and they're not really in it. They're in it and fighting for points. The points are triple for the PGA, uh, the FedEx playoff points. So. Should be an awesome weekend there in North Carolina for the BMW. Now, I cannot wait. I, cannot I haven't
0: looked. How, how have the FedEx points kind of shifted since this the finish to this event? Because Scotty didn't even make the cut. So did is he impacted by this at all? Because like, I, I know at the end you get all those strokes and everything like that. So can you explain to me any kind of shift in how the FedEx standings look right now?
1: I can tell you that uh, he I think he slipped a second. Zalatoris with the win. I believe went to number one. Wow! Uh, but so I mean, with the, the points are tripled. Like normally there's like you know X amount, and now so for example, Willie Z's in first now. He moved all the way up to one. So the top five is now Willie Z, Scheffler, Cam Smith, Sam Burns, Tony Um uh, Like uh Sepp Straka, him getting in the playoff. He's he's in the top ten now. It'd be almost impossible not to make the top thirty. So a good movement up the leaderboard by him. Heki Matsuyama had to uh, withdraw and not even play, but he's still in the top thirty. Uh, guys who made big jump up, a big jump like JJ Spawn is now uh, pretty confidently. Well, he's not confidently in the top thirty because he's only uh, uh, a couple points up and the guy who's thirty first. So basically, a uh, bunch of guys moved up. Seb Straka locked himself in, but you still have all the stars in the top thirty. But they need to they need to play well here because the points are basically tripled from what they normally are. So you can have a guy in the hundreds right now, or the guy in the in the in the in the seventies. If he wins the thing, he's going to knock somebody out of the top 30 for Eastlake in the championship week. weekend. Wow. So, okay, cool. There's a lot of moving parts here, but uh, the fact that there's motivation for all these guys to play well means they're betting opportunities really all weekend. And some really, I think, interesting live betting opportunities Saturday and Sunday. And so I urge people, if you're in a state where you can live bet, uh, keep your head in a swivel, but much more on that. We've got to get Hannibal on Wednesday now, right? Oh, 100%. Have to. Have to. Holy yep. shnikes. Who knew? Who knew? Um, so that was, I mean, that, was my, that was my betting weekend, was cheering on Willie, Will's Alatorse, seeing him right outside the top two. And then Cam Smith got that two-stroke penalty, which he deserved uh, because of what he did on Saturday. But you got the golf community saying it's a live thing. They're going after him. That certainly affected his chances. And if you bet Cam Smith, you bet him going into the round and thought, well, he and Willie's are going to make their run, you probably, you probably felt like a punch in the gut Shime. No when they went to tee off an hour before he teed off and said he's been assessed a two-stroke penalty. So yeah, he started the day, brutal. instead of, what is it, 11 under, he's 9 under. And so immediately, instead of a couple back, he's 4 or 5 back. And he played well. I think Willie was the only beat him by two strokes um, for the round. But that two-stroke penalty was a massive, massive edge to those who faded uh, Cam uh, from a gambling standpoint or from a DFS standpoint on Sunday. So
0: Yeah, I- I'm with you. I'm, I'm so excited for this event. We definitely have to have Hannibal on. He is, uh, He's our golf guy. So, you know, th- like you said, golf podcast now. we got to get used to it.
1: We're a golf podcast. Somebody alert, Odyssey. They have a golf it. gambling podcast. Uh, let's get a sponsorship uh, on here. Meanwhile, the Red Sox did what they had to do. Took two out of three. Shime and a little, a little bit of life. Michael Walker looked awesome last he was night against the Yankees. There is life.
0: There's life. Yeah, There's life. I mean, There's movement. I, I would still say pump the brakes a little dead. bit. Yeah. I would I would say pump the brakes a little bit. Oh,
1: well, no. I, whoa, 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 they, pump the brakes on what? They, they could have been dead. They're alive. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, That's all I'm saying.
0: Sure. I mean... Uh, fine, <laughs> this team has been super streaky, like they're, yes, they're on a little bit of a hot run right now. I don't care about this Pittsburgh series as much, but the next nine games following that you get Baltimore, Toronto, and Tampa Bay. Those are the nine games that are gonna matter.
1: yeah, by the way, um they did exactly what they had to do, and guess how many games they get they gained like half a game. They're still four and a half back in the wild, card. correct, so but they were four and a half going in, and now they're four and a half going out. It's the because White, they though. beat
0: a team that is absolutely imploding at the moment, like absolutely collapsing and crapping all over themselves.
1: Well, it stinks is the Rays won two in a row during that stretch. You gained no ground there. You picked up ground on Baltimore, Minnesota, but the White Sox are now... Uh, they've won three in a row. They're only two games back. So you still have to go past the White Sox, the Twins, the Orioles, and you have to have the Rays or Mariners fall out of it. I don't think the Mariners are going to. They feel like a team of destiny of sorts, and their schedule is so easy. The White Sox schedule is so easy. Red Sox have, as you say, a very tough schedule. Three in Pittsburgh, and then they jump right back into it with teams this week. No game tonight. For the Red Sox off night. It was cool yesterday, Shime. real quick. Uh, and, uh, anything stood out to you uh, from the weekend? Not just yesterday, but like, I, I did find myself watching more preseason football. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I like Trey Lance, what I saw there in San Francisco. Um, Jalen
0: Hurts looked good on Jalen his Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard.
1: Um, Justin had... Fields
0: was looking good.
1: Yeah, which led, I, I guess, Wiggy said today on your show, and it's an interesting commentary on, on mm-hmm. his opinion on Mac Jones, mm-hmm. that the Patriots win more games this year uh, with Fields and Lance than they would Mac Jones. Uh, you're going to hear more on this this afternoon. I'm filling in for 4A for a couple days in the afternoon show. I know we're going to talk about it. I can I can see maybe how you might want to say it about Trey Lance. You, the Justin Fields thing is kind of comical at this point because I'm not sure Justin Fields is going to make anybody better uh, on this yeah, team. Yeah,
0: I, I want to point out I I was not as much as I may be a Mac hater. I yes. was not in the same train as Wiggy. <laughs> I outright said I yeah. go after seeing Justin Fields last year. Meh. If this was his second year in the Patriots, maybe I'd agree with Wiggy. But it would be his first in the hypothetical we were proposing. It would be his first year. So I said. Probably not. And Trey Lance, I just don't know. I love Trey Lance. He was my favorite guy coming out of that draft. And yet, I still am unsure of exactly how much he would help this team because I haven't seen him play enough NFL games. I've seen Mac for an entire season, so I'll at least give him that credit for that's now.
1: That's the thing. Mac had an entire year. Yep. You know, whether or not you think he's exactly. the 85th best player in the NFL, according to NFL Network or whatever. I again, that's just that's a, ridiculous. That's just a bait. A, that's what's a bait. A, what's a content machine? They, that's yeah, what. They, guess what? They they nailed it because the entire station's going to talk about Mac Jones being the 85th player. We didn't mention it NFL's once today. Laundry. I was proud of us. I give you credit for that, but I, I, I've we seen it grab everywhere on, on, on Twitter Jones, today in the video. Like it's, so they're well, yeah. doing their job, which is fine.
0: So we is. talked about it today. How many quarterbacks do you, in, in the NFL do you think would make the Patriots better than what Mac Jones does?
1: Uh I should pull up the list. And on. a rough, rough guess for yourself. It's, I don't know 14 to 16 that's what
0: I had I had I had him I had 15 or 16 because I'm currently very much wavering on Kyler Murray at the moment so I would put him right there he's right there with Kyler Murray because I know Kyler Murray is really talented but I'm not sure if it's if it all will resonate on the football field and I know Mac Jones may not be the most talented guy on the planet but he could do it in this offense so that's why I stuck him right there at like 15
1: 16 Brady yeah Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, easy five there. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, yes. Derek Carr, yes. Russell Wilson, yes. Kirk Cousins? Mm, yeah, I mean he's a better he's a better version yep. of Mac. Like he's just a, a smarter, more veteran. Like he's
0: Trevor Lawrence?
1: Yeah. Uh I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Uh, Lamar Jackson? Yes. Yes,
0: absolutely. Uh, uh where do you stand on Matt Ryan?
1: Uh, boy, it's about, it's a coin flip. They're pretty I mean, close, probably, right? They're probably like if you were if you were I drafting the a team for the next Ryan. ten. If you were drafting a team for the next ten years, you'd take Mac. Yeah, but the year, conversation was see, just
0: this year make this, year, this team better. Matt this Ryan year. makes
1: them better. Matt Ryan makes because Thank it's experience, factor,
0: it, experience it, factor. He's a former MVP and he was in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like the guys, the guy's been there.
1: Like I would th- like Philip Rivers showed up for a year and made the Colts better. Big like, up. If Matt Ryan. And by the way, it might only be by a game or two. Yeah, so it's somewhere in the middle of the the pack. There, it's also. Again, this is the bigger thing. Actually, it's unbelievable. Like I think the the narrative on this, and we'll get out of here in a second, folks. There's not a lot of gambling. We'll get the Red Sox tomorrow. I was listening to. I, I think it's um, it's not Jamie Dukes. I'm forgetting his name now. But Chad he Chad Dukes. Uh, Chad Dukes hosts on our. He hosts in like CBS DC? Sports Radio on Sunday mornings, right? Yeah, maybe not Chad Dukes. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: I know there was a guy named Chad Dukes.
1: I want to give him credit because I thought he made it. He, he agreed with me, so I, of course he made a good point. CBS <laughs> Radio. Sunday morning sports, quick Google here uh, Carl Dukes Carl Dukes, okay so Gresh does the one okay it' uh, it's, it's got, this is Sunday morning, sorry so it's Carl Carl Dukes hosts on Sunday mornings. I think he hosts out of Atlanta. I think that's where it is um, uh what was I going to say He uh, they, they, whatever you think that you think the ceiling is for Mac Jonesheim, you're not reaching it in year two because of no. what they put around him, unfortunately. Yeah, the, the, not the even The coaching close. staff and the talent, you're not maximizing the potential of Mac because of the infrastructure in place of the Patriots. Does that make any sense Well, to you? yes,
0: and I, I think that's why me, and I think to a degree, that's why me and Wiggy kind of get a bad rap, is it's like everybody's like, oh, you hate on Mac Jones, all you do is hate on Mac Jones, and it's like, yeah, we don't love Mac Jones, but at the same time, we've been far more critical of what is around him this season, from the the, the debacle of co- co- uh, the coordinator to the lack of offensive receiver talent. The offensive line seems like it's going to be an absolute disaster. Like We have been far more critical this offseason, in, in, specifically this offseason, about Bill Belichick, the GM, and what is around Mac Jones than we have been of Mac Jones. Like, Mac Jones last year was good. He was fine. It was a solid rookie season. I take nothing away from him. Entering this season, uh, Belichick has done literally nothing to help him, maybe even hurt him in the long run. And, and then he, and then Belichick's out there saying he's having dramatic improvements. And like, like to that, we say, yeah, pump the brakes. But at the same time, it's more so us being critical of what's around Mac that we say, he's going to have regression this season or not have as good of a year. It's not his fault. It's everything around him. And that's what we've been trying to say, but people just paint us as the Mac haters. And we kind of live in that world.
1: So we get primetime football on Friday. Uh, I guess this week is important for the Patriots. Uh, if you're down on I am, if you're down on like I am, you're going to look for any or you're look for any sort of signs of life offensively as they do these joint practices against the Panthers and a primetime game on Friday. Is Matt going to play Friday? He's got to play, right?
0: I would assume he has to play at least a, a couple drives. He's got to play.
1: All right, so that'll be a big part of the week. We have the Red Sox and Pirates and the Orioles. We have NFL preseason rolling on. We have our, our golf podcast uh, that we have to I mean, really focus <laughs> in for Wednesday now. And uh, keep giving out winter shine. That's all we can do.
0: That's all we will do, Mutt.
1: Uh, subscribe to the podcast, folks. iTunes, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Uh, you can also check us out on BetQL Boston there on the uh, Twitter as we get ramped up. This has all been a low, slow uh, build up to football season. Oh, China. Yeah. We're basically, basically there. We're basically there right now. Yeah. Uh, enjoy your Monday, buddy. We'll talk tomorrow morning.
0: I can't wait, but I'll talk to you then. See ya.